This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. I'm about to go to Taco Bell. Give me a bye. Good morning, Sweet World, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Wednesday, February 8th, 2023. I'm Jay Skeets here in the Classic Factory, and alongside me, as always, that's Tass Mellis. Podcast listeners, this is for you. Next to him, it's the bearded one, Matapsha Hot Boy, Trey Kirby. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Over yonder are two super producers. We got JD. And JK. What's up, guys? Hello. And last but not least, we flew him in for the trade deadline. We gave him a mic. We gave him a tiny light. He's right there. It's Jerome Chang. What's up, JC? <laughs> okay. Okay. We got a new button to press. There it is. What's up? Hello, everyone. What's up, everybody? How's it going? I'm I'm doing well. All right. Yeah. All right. After two hours at the rental car place, I'm I'm set now. Yeah. <laughs> Finally got those wheels. Uh, yeah. Shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Like the vid. Please subscribe. Get your No Dunks merch over at NoDunks.com. Tickets still available for our No Dunks live show in Salt Lake City. Jerome will be there. Friday, February 17th at 8 p.m. The Urban Lounge. Hit that link in the show notes to get yourself a ticket. And there are some VIP meet and greet packages still available hang out with us for an hour before the live show preferred seating all that jazz okay i mean look we got a a full house here in the classic factory we got a bunch of lebron jerseys on we'll obviously get into that we've got Kyrie's first press conference we can talk about we got the rising stars draft and the teams have been selected wow. <laughs> wow. we we just we went downhill after the lebron mention Kyrie, the yeah. draft. I mean, let's get to LeBron. Well, what about the latest NBA trade deadline? Post? Oh, of course. Okay, we're back. <laughs> all right, we're back. We're we'll back. do we're it back. all. We'll do it all here on today's show. But yeah, we start with hailing the king. LeBron James became, became the NBA's all-time leading scorer on a step-back jumper, a little bit of a fadeaway <laughs> over Kenrich Williams last night, putting his career total at 38,388, breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record, which held for nearly four decades Everybody stayed up late to watch it here on the East Coast. What was it? Around midnight, I guess, when he officially did it. And he hit the over in terms of the celebration. Four and a half minutes? That was like ten minutes. Easy. Um, But what would you think, Tess, uh, of that historic moment? It was ten minutes. It passed by pretty quickly, it felt like. It was real fast. Obviously, LeBron, extremely emotional throughout Felt very great. I just felt grateful. It was very warm. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the most graceful, gracious human being there, passing it uh, over to LeBron. I love the it was a passing of the torch, handing him the ball and, and LeBron receiving it. I love LeBron shouting out the uh, late, great David Stern. He was just appreciative of everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kendrick Williams. Playing some really good defense. Playing a little too hard, I think. Uh, <laughs> just, we didn't get the hook. Do you think LeBron was trying to set up there for the hook? Yeah, they didn't try too hard. No. Because the play before, 
they went to the post, but Ken Rich Williams was pushing him out. Russell Westbrook, very cognizant of who's going to pass LeBron the ball for his last shot. He passed it to him and then cut through. And so Shea Gilgis Alexander was like, okay, I'm just going to stick around LeBron. And so LeBron <laughs> had no choice but to pass it out, right. get it back. And then they shot a three-pointer on that possession. Then he said, screw it. I'm coming down the, the next time. He just got it at the high post for the fade. So... They kind they did they kind of tried but they didn't really try they yeah. didn't run a play they didn't run a duck in for him to get the the hook shot they could have they could have tried harder I I didn't really care yeah uh, so, I don't think he really wanted to I saw the the preseason or the pregame hook shot where he was practicing it ain't Kareem like it's not his <laughs> it's not his shot so it's it, nobody's shot really yeah except and, Vucevic <laughs> yeah, yeah Vucevic ever does it you know he's getting it with a hook uh, I was good with the fade. Yeah, totally. Uh, LeBron has had a lot of fadeaways in his career. It would be, I don't know, that's the thing with LeBron is he doesn't have a signature shot. This is now his signature shot, the fadeaway to break Kareem's record. Uh, He was getting teary as -hmm. soon as it happened, probably because his entire life was flashing before his eyes. You know, he's put 30 years of his life into breaking specifically this record, and he actually did it. Mm -hmm. His kids are there. The guy who hold the record for almost 40 years is there. That was an incredible moment. That was very special. To me, the only thing that even reminds me of that that we've really seen was Kobe's last game when he went for 60. Yeah. And it was just like a coronation of a career. That's what it was for LeBron. It was awesome that everybody on the broadcast, everybody around was doing a good job of like keeping Kareem's legacy kind of first and foremost sure. as well to kind of yep. show the younger generations what kind of a player he was and how important he was to the game. But that was just an all-time great NBA moment. So... Worth staying up for, for sure. Oh, absolutely. It made, like, was and the awesome. crowd was so into it, like, right from the jump. Anytime he touched the ball, everybody's like, yeah, shoot it. Anytime Westbrook took a shot and didn't pass it to him, <laughs> I was like, oh, what are you doing? Uh, we had the whole, like, there's this weird clips going around of, like, AD, who was brutal in this game, by the way, uh, mentally checked out, um, you know. A lot of uh, uh, body language doctors uh-huh. reading into whatever the hell is going on there. But, yeah, the actual shot and then the celebration. Also, a quick note to all the lame-ass people on Twitter saying, why'd they stop the game? I can't believe they stopped the game. What Are you, are you kidding me? Did people what? really say that? Oh, my God. Multiple people to uh. the point where I was like, is this an entire bit I'm not in on? Like, it's one thing you see one dumbass say it, but there were like... Pretty well-respected people and journalists even saying it. I couldn't believe it. Like, of all the moments to stop a game and celebrate something, I think the one where the guy passes the guy for the most (laughs) points scored ever in the regular season, passing Kareem, another Lakers legend, in L.A., in a meaningless, really, game uh, between two teams at the bottom of the Western Conference, I think it's okay to stop the game for 10 minutes and celebrate and congratulate the guy. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. I, I didn't see any, thankfully. Oh, Jesus. I saw uh, way but, too many. But we that's NBA Twitter exists, you know, in part because of LeBron. I mean, it, it was, it was kind of cool that we have seen every single one of this guy's points. Mm-hmm. Just from a, you know, a selfish yeah. perspective, we've seen from the beginning uh, to the end of his career. And uh, End of his career? Uh, end of his career, yeah. We're going to watch. 10,000 points in him. Yeah. Not that many, but... I wouldn't... Yeah. <laughs> When we we do I mean, some math, seems, I mean five thousand yeah, feels seems, very seems attainable. Ambitious, but I don't know. He got thirty six and three quarters. That was the other thing. Three quarters. He did yeah, this in, yeah. and he uh, didn't try. Yeah. He, he started the game passing. He could have easily started shooting, as he said after the well, game. He started shooting. He was completely out of rhythm shooting early in the game. He shot the ball every time down the court. Couldn't score. 
and then he started passing the ball, yeah. got into the rhythm of the game, and then he started getting and one after and one after and one. Wow, but he came right out from the get-go, like within a minute. He had the, the breakaway layup. He passed it for some odd reason. It ended up being a turnover. He could have shot from the get-go. He didn't. He was 13 of 20 at the end of the day. Like that was. Yeah, he, it was an efficient game. I mean, he shot right away. He definitely did. But it doesn't matter because he eventually got there. Uh, and it was fun to watch when he did. I thought it was the, the moment with his sons when he was like, uh, coming at halftime, they're like, you only need 16 more. He's like, eight this quarter, eight the next. You want me to go get it? Sure, I'll go get it. And they just did 16 in the third quarter anyways. That was that was incredible, man. Uh, uh, props to him for wearing the mic. I'm sure we'll get an entire two-hour documentary yeah. just on this night at some point. Should be special. On yesterday's show, we were obviously debating, like, what do you do it last night? What it happened on Thursday? We were saying, ah, oh, maybe it's more likely it happens on Thursday and stuff like that. And then you saw him show up to the arena in the black suit, coming in all business, Finding out, of course, his entire family is going to be there, all his friends. It's like, oh, no, it's happening on Tuesday night. Then it was a lock. It was like, oh, he has decided it's going to happen tonight. So 36 uh, for sure is going to be happening in this game. And of course, he did there in three quarters. I like the look. Look pretty slick coming in. You like the pin? <laughs> Little brooch? Stay present. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mind it. <laughs> I, mean, okay, cool. I didn't know it was uh, stay present until he zoomed in. You really have to zoom in. Uh, <laughs> well, he had the Beats uh, Beats by Dre headphones with the obviously total m- amount of points on it. He was locked in, ready to go. <laughs> yeah, he's, he also locked said... Locked into those pants. Yeah. <laughs> a little too tight, buddy. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, ridiculous tailoring on that suit, but he looked great. And then he threw the headband on, said it was a vintage night. That's when I knew it was yeah. over. I was like, who knows? LeBron dresses well for a lot of games, uh, but... He was coming in serious, and then once he had the headband, I was like, he wants his first career basket and his crowning career basket to look the exact same. Right. And you can tell he was emotionally exhausted after that mm-hmm. uh, because he's he was just done. I mean, he wasn't he, – he went to the bench. The Lakers made the run to tie the game. It looked like they could come back and win this thing. He came back on the floor, and the Lakers stunk in their rotations. He was gassed. He hit that. He was real short on his three-point attempt from the corner there. And they turned it over after over yeah. and over. And, and you know, he, could have, he could have just crawled in and got an offensive rebound on that three-point shot that he missed. Uh, it bounced, uh, but he was, he was gassed. And, uh, yeah, this was all about him getting to the points. He got there, and he got to uh, save on some hotel money as well because he said he flew in uh, his boy, the old boys from, from Akron, his high school teammates, and the family that took him in, his kids, they were all there. And he said, you know, I wanted to get it done because they would have had to stick around for a couple more nights if I didn't get it done. <laughs> he put them up in the hotels, obviously. And so they're leaving today as opposed to having a couple extra nights. Always cost conscious. Very smart. Very smart on his part. No active players within 10,000 points of LeBron. Uh, and the two closest are Kevin Durant and Carmelo Anthony, um, who are in a similar age group to LeBron, obviously. And, you know, Melo's not even in the league right now. He's, who knows if he's, like, actually retired. But, like, this one's going to stand for a while here, and he's not done. That is the crazy part. It's like, you know, he says he wants to play with his sons, so he's going to score another 5,000 points just sticking around for a couple of years here. So 40K, we know we'll hit that milestone at some point, uh, and then we'll see where he ends up. But what a game. It was fun to stay up and watch that totally. one, no that doubt. And then, like, just, like, the millions of celebrities in attendance. And, I mean, um, yeah, it was just great. I thought it went well. I thought, the I thought like, Silver and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar out there was sort of, like, you know, short and sweet, but perfect mm-hmm. for the photo ops and all that. LeBron getting a chance to thank everyone. Um, I guess he thanked the fans first. Fans first. The prop bet, right? It was God was the favorite. 
Uh, teammates were, I believe, the uh, the second one on the board there. But hit the field, you said. <laughs> plus 1,400. <laughs> if you had uh, anyone faithful. else, really, because I guess he said Lakers faithful. Yeah, thanking <laughs> the fans there. But, yeah. Uh, anything else from this? And he also dropped the F-bomb at the end. I don't know if you could bet on that. But. <laughs> that was great. Uh, that was the best part of the speech, I think. Um, a lot of, yeah. lot of great parts of it. But he was just emotionally overwhelmed and uh yeah like everybody else just what is else is there to say but f <laughs> f man thank you guys <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys that's gotta be Turn your up, love off. you guys awesome yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of similar he's just yeah. like i don't know what to how do you end this speech to go play the last 10 seconds of the, of the third, third quarter, quarter you know uh but yeah i mean all the video tributes were great i loved um shaq talking to kareem abdul jabbar uh, on do they even call they call it inside the NBA? I think on Tuesday nights that was really cool to hear them like Kareem making a point to be like we got no beef, man. We're both awesome big men. It just hasn't gone said to each other for thirty years. So I thought that was great. Kind of the only person taking an L last night, I would say, is Drake. Yeah, that was brutal. They showed it twice, and it was a bomb both times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was not a, a time it was for a, a comedy. I know it no. was like a why you so corny. I mean, I know yes. that's your lane, but. It was just, just congratulate just him, man. congrats. Like, like <laughs> this green screen bit that he's back in Akron at the gym and, oh, it drops. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm having a blast here with all the girls and shooting music videos. So just, ugh. Yeah, they did that show it twice. Yeah, that, was, that was a big L there for Drake. Uh, we got our Nike commercial, too. Thoughts on that? Uh, we are witnesses. I was happy to see yeah. him brought, uh, that was brought back. I mean, that was... Obviously, a huge marketing campaign back in the day, and I thought a cool way to play it. I do like how, uh, basically, Nike's decided we're ignoring LeBron's actual first basket, uh, the jumper over Brad Miller, and making his first basket ever, the tomahawk dunk on the fast break, because then we can loop in all of the different eras of LeBron doing the same dunk. Uh, That's storytelling at its finest right there. So I was hyped to see the commercial come on, and it lived up to it. Yeah, totally. We don't need to see that jumper ever again, really. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, What's wrong with the jumper? A little baseline jumper. Brad Miller in the picture. Absolutely. From Brad Miller to Kenrich Williams. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. When people were thought or were asking him what he would do, how he would get it done, it was either a skyhook or the tomahawk dunk. It wasn't a mid-range jumper. That's what he's known for. And then, and then yeah, the fade was pretty. It was a pretty release. The photos were cool. The only guy... Didn't have his camera out. Was Phil Knight sitting cool right there in the front row? Everybody else had their camera out. Uh, yeah, it's like that's I'll a great see it shot. later. Someone yeah. will send it to me. Just airdrop it to me. <laughs> Saw people joking that it should be just like three or four people that are designated phone, ta- uh, you know, uh, photographers, and then just airdrop it to the rest of Pop everybody. The group chat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like his son Bryce was filming it from the opposite end of the floor. That's not a good angle. Oh, could look cool. I don't know. It was far. They had a clip of LeBron and Bronny watching the clip that Bronny took on his phone. He's like, oh, that's hard. That's hard. Yeah, so there you go. That was a a cool moment too, man. There were a lot of them. Yeah, Yeah, even even, uh, Shaq asking LeBron, so are you the GOAT now after the game? Uh, And, you know, LeBron (laughs) LeBron just, uh, you know, he, he always, he just said, I'll take myself against anybody, right, right, right. essentially, in the end. But, yeah, it was all on the table last night. Uh, yeah, love the fact that he was mic'd up and uh, got it done pretty easily, it felt like. It felt uh, like an easy 38. Yeah, but in the end, they lose the game. <laughs> yeah. Anyone care at all? Or I mean, no. Uh, you know, like you said, they tied it up, and then the Thunder, I think, just ripped off like a 10-0 run and sort of then kept the separation. And SGA was great. 
they were playing hard. I mean, it looked like they had, at times in this game, outside of LeBron, it looked like the Thunder had like three or four of the best players in the game with Giddy and SGA and, and Jalen Williams. J-Dub was amazing. Um, any thoughts on the actual basketball game between these two teams that are trying to get into a obviously a playing spot i mean a tough spot for the lakers to be in honestly like to have the game stop and then have an entire ceremony for lebron and then we got to figure out how to win this fourth quarter like people are calling it a meaningless game the lakers really needed that win <laughs> and it could come back to bite them yeah if it's between them and the thunder getting into the last play in spot uh but i think lebron's team has lost like every time he's had a milestone um, mm. So not totally surprising. It just takes the wind out of the game because the moment is so much bigger than actually figuring things out. So kudos to the Thunder for actually hitting back because once the Lakers went on that little run with their bench, it felt like, all right, Rui Hachimura is doing this for yeah. LeBron. He's yeah. going to get him the dub here. Uh, but too much turnovers for L.A. Yeah, Did And you- it felt like the Thunder had the three or four best players or three or the four better players out there because they do. I mean, it, yeah. it was clear. Yeah. Well, especially when AD was playing the way he was. Yeah, And, and, you know, good Russ, bad Russ at times in this game. But, yeah. And uh, young versus old. Uh, They they had the legs in the fourth quarter there. It did kind of stink. I don't know if it was a a bit of a schedule loss. I I don't want to make excuses for the Lakers. But the first game home after the trip ain't easy. Thunder on a back-to-back, weren't they? Well, it doesn't matter. They're so young. Uh, (laughs) The first game home, the oldies. They're slow out there. It happens every time. Did either of you want to read into what was going on with either Russ or AD last night? Or is it a bunch of nothing and just Twitter finding whatever they want and finding the clip of frustrated-looking guys or checked-out guys or, or whatever? I mean, in our group, WhatsApp chat, we were talking about how AD was brutal. Oh, he was bad. He was bad. I mean, he was, he was probably the wor- Lakers' worst player last night. And seeing the bench clips kind of puts into different perspective. Like, they're showing the mic'd up LeBron clip, and there's, you know, he's just, like, dapping everybody up, dapping everybody up. My dog, thank you so much, thank you so much. He gets to the 80, he's like, I love you, man. He's like, yeah, I know. I just love you, man. I need you to let you, I just need to let you know. So, who knows? Who knows what's going on? Yeah. Um, but he wasn't playing last night, that's for sure. <laughs> that's it. I got nothing. Don't look at me. I got nothing. Uh... There's nothing more to read into that. Right. You want you want some? No, get, go mean, get it. Say I mean, it. I don't say think AD's being traded. No, right. Like, is Russ? That. Is Russ? Is obviously. I don't think AD would be sad about that. Uh-huh. And okay. maybe that was the thing. Maybe they were sad that they're not getting Kyrie, and that's a, a little bit of a hangover for <laughs> AD. Maybe he had tummy troubles. Who knows? Maybe right. Like he, maybe he was like, I'm fighting through it to be out here, just like Draymond Green did when Steph Curry was breaking the record, or was it when Curry came back? Whatever it was, Draymond played like one minute, right? Because he wanted to be on the yeah. court when Curry was there. Uh, maybe that was the same thing AD was doing, was just trying to be on the court. Um, but zero impact. And, like, yeah. obviously the Lakers need both of them to be good, to be a good team. Yeah. Well, you brought up Kyrie. Let's uh, pivot to that. Uh, the Mavericks introduced Kyrie Irving yesterday, and uh, probably unsurprisingly, the controversial point guard had things to say. Uh, the biggest one, I guess, is he said he felt disrespected at times by Nets' leadership. That's the one that's obviously making the headlines, Tass. Um, yeah, baby. What do you think? Let's talk about Kyrie. Um, it's hard to dissect everything that Kyrie says, so I don't think you guys can. It's 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 sort of a useless exercise, I think. The most important thing, he was disrespected also, he said, I wish I did more research into the Nets' front office before I went there, uh, painting a picture of Sean Marks 
you know, potentially Joe Sy as, as people who lied to him, didn't follow through. Mm-hmm. And he said the details will come out at a later date. He, he also said that. Does that mean they will? Not necessarily. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, just uh, other than that, a lot of contradictory statements. Mm-hmm. Uh, I stand by my post, but I deleted it because he deleted his uh, apology. And there we are. I don't really want to do any more than, than that. <laughs> Let's just watch him play basketball. He did say, quote, I delete things all the time. And it's no disrespect to anyone anyone within the community, just living my life. End quote. Um, any thoughts on Kyrie's press conference? I mean, not not really. I, I don't know. It's like, do you want to try and parse his words? I'm I'm kind of a pass. Like, who cares? Who knows exactly what he's talking about? <laughs> but all of the wounds that he would be suffering from the Nets to feel disrespected are all basically self-inflicted. Right. So maybe the details will come out. But I think best for everyone involved to just turn the page and like Kyrie should completely try and wash his hands of his time with the Nets, and I wouldn't be... I mean, he's answering questions, but I wouldn't be talking about it. Like, I don't know. Just, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Disrespected why? Because they didn't give him a max contract because he's played half the games since he signed there? Who knows? I think I think it's two things, if I'm guessing, that why he thinks he was disrespected. One, contract-related. He wants, you know, obviously the big deal. And then two... I'm doubling down on this, and I think it will come out eventually. Uh, and and why we got the trade request when we got it was he feels disrespected that he cannot have any opinions of his own and share them that without upsetting people there, obviously in the Nets front office. Um, I'm talking about recent Instagram stories where he's sharing things from men's right activist Jordan Peterson and um, vocal anti-vaxxer John Stockton and Whitlock and all that. He was sharing that, and then soon after that we get the trade request because I think they're connected and I think he was told not fucking again man what are you doing and he's like what 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 I'm over this and I think that's going to come to light I do believe that but also probably contract related too anyway he's with the Dallas Mavericks yeah, exactly. oh yeah exactly and, uh, we'll see him play basketball tonight tonight Clippers mm-hmm. there you go there you go yeah I saw those clips in practice he looked pretty good <laughs> did he was he practicing a hook shot Kyrie yeah no <laughs> Just be, <laughs> just, just, just be wild if everybody just started practicing <laughs> hook shots in practice. All right, we had some minor trades uh, yesterday. So minor that we just put them on one board. Yeah. The Heat traded Dwayne Dedman to the Spurs. Whoa. Oh, Jesus. Somebody just wrote it up. It's <laughs> just a generic, <laughs> here it is. Uh, the Heat's just fun. Yeah, Heat traded Dwayne Dedman to the Spurs, and the Nets... Uh, they're not done trading. They traded Kessler Edwards to the Kings. Now, yes, things came back, but honestly, there's really nothing of note here. Um, well, I like the Spurs got a second round pick for taking Deadman, who they're probably going to waive. I like the choice, Jerome, of uh, the graph paper and just the the writing it out because straight to the point. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and also because it's uh, the first one's a financial move. It feels right on a piece of graph paper, just scribbled out in a way because. Basically, it's just to get off more money from Dwayne Dedman's uh, salary. They're further under the tax line. I think we can start guessing at what the Heat are going to do, and that's potentially trade Kyle Lowry, as, mm-hmm. as people have been talking about. Uh, this is a, a money-saving move, and they could save further money uh, by trading Lowry for what would have to be a star because Lowry makes so much money. Right, right, uh, right. So this is, this is, that bit is interesting, and... Uh, the other part I think is interesting too. The Kings are making a depth move. The Sacramento Kings just to have a, a guy deeper on their roster that could help out at some point, a young guy. So that's somewhat interesting. Yeah, John- the Kings are kind of yeah they're they're fortifying their depth, which is 
A good sign for the Kings, I would say. Yeah, I think it was John Hollinger said the Kings had been rumored to be interested in uh, Philly's Matisse Thibel, and that you could look at Edwards as like a discount version of a uh, sort of a Thibel type guy. You know, a decent defender. A defender. He's got that three and D skill set. Um, you know, shot really good from three in the G League. Thirty-five percent last year. Kessler Edwards did so. It's a good size. That's maybe the thinking. Why wasn't he playing for the Nets then? Great point. Uh, he's not good. He's not very good. <laughs> yeah, no. he's not good. He's not going to play for the Kings. And I would imagine that this doesn't take him out of the Matisse-Thibel sweepstakes either. My main take on uh, Kessler-Edwards is that we talk about two first-name players a lot. Two last names. Hmm. Kessler <laughs> and Edwards. So, so who are some other uh, Kessler guys on that list? Uh, I'm putting you on the spot here. But, uh, Walker Kessler. Walker Kessler. That's yeah. a perfect one. <laughs> <Yeah>. Walker Kessler-Edwards. <laughs> uh, Anthony Edwards. That's a good one. Yep. Jordan Clarkson? Jordan Clarkson? That's sure. not bad. Sure. <laughs> yeah, but Jordan's a first name, too. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. You got the MJ. Same with Anthony. Jordan in basketball is. Wait, who's a Jordan in basketball? DeAndre. That's why you're here. Yeah, any other thoughts on these little minor deals here? It was the Theragun. It was the Theragun that did it for Dwayne Dedman. He played one game after that. Yeah. After the Theragun incident got suspended, the Heat said, you're done playing for us. They threw him out one game to make sure his body still works so they could <laughs> ship him to another team. Yeah. That's pretty much what happened. So shout out to the Theragun. Yeah. He opened went up uh, jersey number 21 for the Miami Heat. Oh, who's coming back? Hassan Whiteside. Uh, yeah. I mean, may- <laughs> maybe. Maybe they'll get him, but it'll be Embiid's number eventually. Oh, wow. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> Called shot right there. Okay. We'll see. Future Heat. Future Heat. They got to just keep that 21 open. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Just wait on it. Wait on it. Him and Jimmy Butler, best buds. All right. Well, so yeah, will we'll they s- make a move? That's the question. The guy did play for them for the whole season, basically until the Theragun incident. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a cost saver. Come on, come on, Pat. It's a I cost talk saver, it to and, it, and it also does open up another roster spot too. So Lowry going out in theory. Yeah, multiple players coming back. out. Is it is it the Clippers? Is it another team? Who knows? We'll see. I guess we got to keep our eye on Twitter. Jerome, you got Twitter humming along right now? Shams, Woj, notifications? Trade could happen at any we time. We are refreshing. Okay. Nothing is happening. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's happening? Nothing's happening at the moment. All right. Everybody yeah. keep refreshing. Uh, yeah, let's if take there's anything to break. be mad about on Twitter, it's not that LeBron James is being uh, honored. It's the refresh problems. The feed problems, oh, the different feeds. I can I can formulate, curate my own feed. You don't need to tell me, uh, suggest to me what I want. How are your see. promoted ads coming? Oh, through? their promotions are hot. Yeah, so <laughs> many promotions, uh, ads everywhere. What are you Just getting a lot, a lot of? Anything specific? Uh, the Athletic, which is a great, oh, it knows great website. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball wants you to read that one. Uh, I haven't seen that one. Oh yeah, uh, a lot yeah. of jerseys. <laughs> oh yeah, the jerseys one. Jerseys. I'm getting a lot of uh, hey man, get your Atlanta Dream tickets. It is this lit. <laughs> it's it's very lit. <laughs> I see it every five tweets. I'm told how lit it is. So I'm, I might do it. It might work. Um, yeah, it gets me for sure. All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, we will dip into some trade rumors. Don't go anywhere. 
Don't just ride the index. Seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. All right, still here in the Classic Factory. Shout out to everybody joining us live. Take a second, hit that like button, that little thumbs up, and uh, yeah, just make sure you subscribed to No Dunks on YouTube, especially this week with Trade Deadline, because you know we'll be doing some emergency podcasts if it calls for it. Dwayne Dedman to the Spurs does not call for it. No. <laughs> Kessler Edwards to the Kings does not call for it. Spurs. Even we have our limits. Yeah. The truth Spurs have made two moves. No emergency podcast. They brought in Noah Vonley, if you remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. Dwayne Dedman. Yeah. Just money moves. Yeah, money moves. Uh, but let's get into some of the juiciest trade rumors. And the first one is the Nets reportedly pushing back on some of the rumors out there that they are not planning to deal Kevin Durant. Are you surprised at all by this uh, report <laughs> here, Tess Mellis? I'm not surprised that the Nets want to say, hey, we're keeping Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant behind the scenes, who knows what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has not been uh, vocal with the media at all since Kyrie Irving has been traded, has not addressed the media whatsoever. Which well, he is... hasn't had to, right, either. I mean, in the sense that he's been injured. Yes, so. yeah, but he could have if he wanted yeah, yeah, to. I mean, he was in the building both Monday night. Um, sorry, not both Monday night. He was in the building Monday night. He left did not address the media. He left. He left before the game was over, and uh, a lot of the media was saying it was unKD like the way he just walked out. Uh, didn't address anyone. Didn't talk to anyone. Not with the team yesterday uh, for yesterday's game, which was a little surprising. Is it an Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook sort of situation as we talked about earlier? Do you need to read into that part? Will he request a trade at some point? It's unlikely he's going to be dealt in the next day, mm-hmm. but. The offseason is a different story, I mm-hmm. would say. Yeah, I think there was, there was a report about KD that just said he was upset by Kyrie Irving's trade request. Right, right. Does that mean he was upset that Kyrie made the trade request or that the Nets followed through on it? Who knows? But, I mean, this is the right stance for the Nets to take. Like Tass is saying, at the very least, posturing, like, we're still going to try and win this year. We've got some more moves to be made, so obviously we want to keep Kevin Durant around. It's also a way to say, like, wow me right now. If somebody comes through with an incredible can't-turn-it-down offer, maybe then they're like, okay, we got to make the move right now. But it seems more likely that a trade would come in the summer when there's more picks on the table, a little more time to negotiate, and, you know, other teams may get desperate after the way their season ends going forward. Mm -hmm. Um, So the question for the Nets will be is, like, are they going to make another move? Because they've got the makings of a challenging team, at least, but there's so much duplication that they got to kind of consolidate and maybe get some... More helpful players. Call up those Hornets. PJ, Plumley, Gordon, come to Brooklyn. <laughs> hey, KD, you want to win? 
You, you got, got PJ. You got PJ. We PJ, got you a plum dog. Cam. <laughs> that, that plum dog's got that dog in him. Go win it. Uh, 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 we also got a bit of an update, right, with Kevin Durant uh, and his injury. It sounds, I mean, is this guy playing in the All-Star game? According to Chris I don't Haynes. Think so. According to Chris Haynes, he is not. Right. Right, right, right. So who gets the spot? Who gets the call-up? Injury replacement. Silver, where are you going? Where's he going to go with this one? You go with Jim us. Butler? Second Heat, second Nick. Butler, Brunson. Again, Trey, again, Trey. Silver Siakam? over I mean, Young previous Siakam. Uh, previously, when Silver does this, he sort of just goes by the vote. Like, whoever's next in terms of, like, that weighted vote of the position of the conference of the player that they're replacing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember off the top of my head who that would have been. Fourth? Yeah. Um, or fifth, I guess. Well, even further, right? Because Embiid's uh, there, yeah, Randall's sure. there. It's then who's like at the bottom. There. So it's, I guess what I'm getting at, probably a forward from the Eastern Conference. So is it Siakam? Is it Jimmy? I guess is uh, designated as a forward there. I think so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, could you make a case for a Brunson? Absolutely. Especially after he was hitting clutch buckets once again Yuckets. for the Knicks last night. We'll see. But no KD. Uh, I mean, yeah, according to reports, according yeah. to Chris Haynes, said that yesterday. I know there was a lot of things flying around last night. You know. The guy taking over for all-time scoring leads. So I think that kind of flew under the radar that Kevin Durant uh, wouldn't be there. But I'm looking at the list. This is the weighted list. Giannis, Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid, and then it's Jimmy Butler. Okay. So okay. I would assume it would be Jimmy if you go by that. Well, uh, we'll find out who Silver uh, adds as an injury replacement if KD is not playing in that game. Okay, uh, let's get to another rumor here with some actual legs to it. Clippers looking to add a veteran guard. Jake Fisher of Yahoo Sports says the Clips want a vet at that point guard position showing interest in Fred Van Vliet, Kyle Lowry, Terry Rozier, D'Angelo Russell, TK. <laughs> are the Clips going to get this done here in the next uh, you know couple days and get themselves uh, a vet guard here at the point guard position? Oh, they're going to get them a vet guard. Yeah. I do believe there's... You know, they were in the Kyrie Irving sweepstakes a little bit. There has been buzz basically for a month that they're looking at the same three guards, but now we're throwing in your, a Terry Rozier and an Eric Gordon as well. I don't necessarily know that the guards they're going to bring in fix what I would want. Uh, I think they need somebody who drives the ball and gets into the lane a little bit more than a facilitator or a shooter, which most of these candidates are, which is why they wanted John Wall in the first place, right? Like John yeah. Wall is a downhill playing kind of guy, an attacker. It didn't work out, unfortunately, for John Wall in L.A., but there's not really anybody on the market that really fits the bill for a driving point guard. An organizer, I think, will help. Getting somebody else who just gets everybody on the same page and gets the right shots, more so than a Reggie Jackson does. But it's really going to be on Kawhi and Paul George to be in the lane for the entirety of a playoff run. Yeah, it feels like the Clippers will go for it as a team that always makes a move. So who are the names you threw out there? You got in the Conley. Uh, you got oh, I actually didn't ter- say Conley oh, from sorry. Jake Fisher, but yeah, throw him in the mix. Uh, Van Vliet, Lowry, Rozier, and D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, and I think you do have to throw Conley in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Trey's totally right. Somebody drives. Somebody gets the lane. I know Conley isn't the prototypical guy you think about that, but he's doing it to some degree. Uh, but it could be a guy that yeah we, we haven't even mentioned. It doesn't necessarily have to be a point guard, point guard in the truest sense. Like It could, it could be a guy who just drives a good amount um i mean josh hart sounds a little dumb but uh manual quickly is still 
you know, in rumors out there, but the Knicks seem to love the guy. Mm-hmm. Why would you trade him? He's starting to be a two-way player, but he would obviously make a ton of sense if you want to overpay for him. Uh, the Raps got to make a move. The the Freddie the Freddie smoke is too hot right now. I think Freddie smoke is hot, as is the OG Ananobi smoke, uh, because Fisher also saying that the Raptors continue to receive a substantial interest for OG, and then he listed like a third of the league. <laughs> is in theory calling Masai Ujiri and Bobby Webster uh, and the Raps about OG, the Pelicans, the Grizzlies, the Knicks, the Pacers, the Blazers, the Lakers, the Suns, the Nets. He ain't talking to the Nets. <laughs> F Brooklyn is what Masai says. Okay. He hangs up, okay. uh, as he's famously said. But who's getting more calls? Is it the Nets front office for Kevin Durant or the Raps front office for OG Ananobi? I think people are still calling for Durant. They may have, I guess there'll be less calls because he would warrant more in a trade. Yes. I, I think, but they might go hand in hand in the sense we're hearing some uh, rumors that because of this Durant situation with Kyrie demanding a trade request, them making that move, and where does that put KD and his opinions about the franchise moving forward? Because of that, teams who are maybe like, okay, we'll give up a pick or two for an OG or a pick for a Van Vliet or a pick for whatever player you want to say. Uh, they're maybe now like, hold on, should we? Should we keep the war chest of picks if Durant in the summer, let's say, says, I want out of here. I, I don't I want to try and win a chip or whatever. And so you don't want to like, you know, get rid of like if you're the Suns or something like that or whatever yeah. one of these teams. Like that that so they could go hand in hand here and KD's got everyone now in, in a bit of a waiting game. Agree. Teams think that they can get K D in the offseason. Right. Like if you think like if OG could help you, but it's going to take two picks, but then you're like, ooh, we could maybe get KD in the summer, and that takes it to a whole other level, then should we just hold on to that? It's, I think that's a fascinating sort of little wrinkle here to this deadline. Yeah, if you are a team that has convinced yourself, we're willing to trade three first-round picks, you're going to hang on to it for Kevin Durant rather than for OG Ananobi, which then maybe makes Masai Ujiri's job a little bit harder because everybody, if the price has gone down more attainable for everybody, right? If it's only going to be a pick and a player or two picks, everybody can kind of get involved. So I think the Raptors should be and probably will still be sellers, especially if you read the latest Eric Kareen joint on The Athletic. Subscribe at theathletic.com slash no dunks. Even Eric Kareen's like, the time is now. We got to start taking these calls and listening because there ain't a lot of sellers right now. It's quite likely that some of the bigger name or bigger teams will wait to try and make a run at Kevin Durant. Like you've heard the heat will want to try for it at some point. Maybe the Raptors try come summertime. It would help to have even more picks to throw into a yeah, Durant trade yeah. as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Raps still do trade OG. Yeah. How are you holding up as a Raps fan here? Do you want to just like rip the bandaid off at this point? <laughs> and like either an OG, a Van Vliet, a Gary Trent Jr. to a lesser extent, because he's obviously not there as a part of the championship teams, but like, Trade one of these guys so we can be sad boys for 24 hours and be like, oh, man, and then go on with this team. Like, oh, right? Because that's what's going to happen with an OG or a Van Vliet being traded. Like, those are, like, you know, those are – I mean, they're still beloved players by a lot of Raptors fans. But it feels like one of them is going to be moved here by Thursday at 3 p.m. Trust in Masai. I would say – I would say the, it all depends on the package that comes back. Because you could be sad slash – Excited, yeah. Uh, depending on the package that comes back, uh, because there could be a bad deal. But of course, he's right here. OG's right here. Fred's right here to some degree. You know, 
Um, Gary, get him out of here. <laughs> well, not, not, well, doesn't hit the same. It's, it's a ship. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's ships. Exactly involved. right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's one ship. There's uh there's the one and the old Larry O'Brien trophy on the back of this Cavs jersey. I mean that means everything. <laughs> It's cool. It's cool to put on a jersey with the uh, the gold little patch on the back. I, I forgot to even address that both of you are wearing LeBron jerseys. I, I didn't get the memo here this morning. I incredibly have a LeBron jersey too. Could have thrown it on, but no. Nope. This was the moment. Did you think you were going to be the only one? And oh, then when for you walked sure. In I totally forgot that. <laughs> I, I was like, I wonder if Tass will wear his. No way. <laughs> uh, any other rumors that you guys want to address? Anybody in the stream team want to address? Uh, I do have something rumor? over here. Oh, oh God. Oh, you got a trade? It's not a trade. Oh, it's a it's a mind. it's a small rumor. Right. But um, per Mike Singer of the Denver Post, uh, just about an hour ago, uh, reports that the Raptors, Pelicans, and Timberwolves are showing some level of interest in Bones Highland. Some level of interest. <laughs> it's not substantial like it is for OG, right. but it's some level of interest. Okay. Who just you said the Raps? Pelicans, Pelicans. and Timberwolves. Okay. Now, Raps, Pelicans. Well, you were high on the Pelic or the Wolves making a potential move for him. Mm-hmm. On yesterday, right? Yeah, totally. The Raps, Pelicans, and Wolves looking at the Bones. Uh, I guess they see Bones as a cheaper Gary Trent sort of player. Okay. Um, He's young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a young swinger. <laughs> no, that was Mike Singer. <laughs> Not swinger. Uh, all right. Yeah. I mean, it felt like, look, Bones is like... He's the coming. Nuggets basically almost said, like, we're trying to trade him. So <laughs> we want to, like... Shore up our bench. He's a little erratic. Obviously, he's a young talent. And then people are like, really? You're going to move off him? All that. But, you know, he wasn't playing a lot there suddenly. Feels like he's... Sure, why wouldn't you show some interest in getting a really young, talented player? I saw old Nuggets coach George Carl criticizing Bones Highland's shot selection. And... Mm -hmm. uh, Take some wild ones. He takes some wild ones. He goes for it. Mm -hmm. They need depth. And their bench is lacking. So if Bones Highland can somehow, some way... With probably with uh, a draft pick attached, get two players. I think they need a two for one. Is, is what mm-hmm. I'm getting at to get to get somebody to help out, big, small. The, I mean, the rap situation is interesting. Like Thaddeus Young is who I was thinking of. Like they they would love to get off Thaddeus Young. He would work off the Nuggets bench, mm-hmm. right? Uh, in in some way. Uh, let's get to the Rising Stars draft results. That was also happening yesterday. <laughs> yeah, Darren Williams, Joakim Noah, Pau Gasol. They drafted their teams yesterday. For the Jordan Rising Stars game, each legend selected seven players from the pool of 21 NBA rookies and sophomores. Jason Terry, he's going to lead the seven NBA G League players also here on this list. Uh, We're looking at the Rising Stars rosters right now on YouTube. I'm not going to read all the names for the podcast listeners, but uh, round one went Paolo to Gasol, Franz Wagner, back-to-back magic players going one-two to uh, Darren Williams' team, and then... Uh, Evan Mobley was the final pick of the first round to uh, Joakim Noah. Joakim Noah picked a guy from the Cavs. He loves Cleveland. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So um, I guess my question off of this, Trey, who drafted the best team when you look at it on paper? Oh, wow, that's a tough call. I got three categories. I think Joakim Noah picked the funniest team. It's all big men who play defense. (laughs) He's like, give me the Joakim Noahs. Right. Um, I think the most complete team is Darren Williams. Like, if you were going into an actual NBA basketball season, you would want to have Darren Williams' team because there's a nice combination of guards, wings, and big men. Mm -hmm. But I think for the Rising Stars game, Pau Gasol has the best team, highlight-wise and just scoring and chucking threes. So 
I think they're going to win the tournament. But if I was trying to win 27 games in an NBA season, I'm going with Darren Williams' team. Mm, I love how they all jumped online, jumped on the Zoom, clicked that link, <laughs> made sure their volume was up, the cameras were working, it was all working really well. Uh, they got it done with Jaron Greenberg. Powell, yeah, I, I think he's just stacked at the top. He's, he's got, got a good team. This year's Rookie of the Year, and Paolo Banquero and Scotty from last year. Yep. He's got star power. Darren's is stacked. I, I do agree. But I wonder if there's enough passing. Uh, Jalen Green is their, their lead guard. Bones Highland, as we just talked about. That's what I'm worried about. You know, Is, everybody, is that stacked team going to touch the ball when we get down to it? Uh, so I'm going with Big Pow. Yeah, I think I am as well. I like that team the most. Yep. I think they're going <laughs> to win this weird tournament. <laughs> that, uh, There's a G League team half there. the people forget. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I think Joakim Noah said, hey, let's, uh, let's not forget about that G League team. Can't overlook them. <laughs> no, they're scrappy. They're going to want this. Uh, do you have a Rising Stars MVP early pick? Who do you think could go out Scott. and start? Like, because that, that's what happens in these games. It's like at least there's usually like one star, one or two stars separate themselves from the pack, either gunning for it or just because of they're on another level. You think it's who? Scotty Barnes. Okay. Go lead it. I think he'll feel comfortable. Something happened this year, obviously, in year two here where he didn't feel – it hasn't been his old confident Scotty self, but in year two of that game, I oh, think he's yeah. going to he's going to run the show. Okay, Trey, who are you picking? Give me a Rising Stars MVP pick. Keegan I want to make some money. Murray. Oh yeah, that guy's on fire right now. Exactly right. Three or more three pointers, eleven times since the start of the year. Just had a thirty point game, his career high. I, he's also on a Pals team. We're all picking him to win the tournament here. So give me Keegan Murray MVP. <laughs> um, Didn't know we were picking MVPs today. Well, yeah, why not? I like that. He, Keegan Murray should be in the three-point contest, too. Yeah. The way yeah. he's uh, stroking it right now. Uh, quick trivia question. Who won uh, MVP of the 2022 Rising Stars <laughs> I uh, it up. challenge? <laughs> oh, okay. No, I, and, I, I didn't look it up. Okay. Any idea? No. Think, think, think of the top. The top of the top when it comes to picks. Uh, was it so Anthony Edwards or? No, no, but. LaMelo Ball? No, no. Last year's Scotty. Not Scotty. Not Scotty, but you got the right draft. Who's the number one? He's not playing in this year's game. Exactly. Oh, that's unfortunate. He should go play and he should go win it. Number one pick. Got it? Yep. Who? He should go win it. Why doesn't he play? You haven't haven't said the name yet. Who? I named them all. No, you haven't. You haven't named the number one draft pick. No, not last year's number one draft pick. LeBron James. Nope. Same, Andrew Wiggins. I can't tell if you're doing a bit, though. Yeah, of uh, course I'm doing a bit. Okay. Cade Cunningham. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> what I really wanted to ask you was, this one is the Jordan Rising Stars. Who was uh, who branded last year's Rising Stars? Right off the end of the pandemic. Got to keep clean. Johnson and Get Johnson. that surface. Get that surface. Uh, Microsoft. No, no, no. The sanitizing <laughs> company. Oh, yeah. Uh, Purell. No, oh. no. <laughs> Clorox. 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 There you go. I knew it. It was the Clorox Bleach Rising Boys. Stars game. Bleach Boys. Uh, all right, let's hear from you guys. Who drafted the best team? Who's winning Rising Stars MVP and why? Oh, I guess while we're talking about All-Star Weekend, we did get some other news yesterday that Shaden Sharp is no longer in the dunk contest. That sucks. That sucks. That's a big bummer. That was um, the person people were most excited for. Yeah, Jericho Sims will be replacing him, a big Knicks center, who has an insane 
uh, vertical to him. Like, he, what, what he registered, like, the second highest or third so highest vertical in the combine yeah. ever. <laughs> um, you know, he can get his head up there and maybe he can head the ball in or something somehow. I mean, he, I don't know. He could do the cupcake dunk, I guess, but he could eat the cupcake. Didn't, uh, didn't Simons do a kiss the rim dunk? Did he? I don't remember. Somebody did. Exactly. Somebody did. Somebody yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Simons. I think that was his winning dunk, maybe. Um, but also, Obi Toppin won it last year. Back, also forgettable. Back-to-back um, So it should be back-to-back Knicks. Wow. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts? I was a little disappointed, especially because I wasn't excited about a big going in it. But after you check the tapes... Oh, yeah. I mean, guy can you're going to go kiss the rim? Gonna I go, think it's a possibility. Make out with the rim. I guess yeah. vertical. Yeah. Yeah. He has to. He has to avert his lips so he doesn't <laughs> hit the rim with his mouth. Uh, yeah. The guy's got ups. So we got uh, a triple M Sims. We got Troy Murphy. <laughs> Troy Murphy. Troy Murphy. God. Murphy. It feels Trey like we Murphy have Troy Murphy, Murphy in the dunk contest. Troy Murphy the third. Kenyon Martin Jr. Mac McClung of the G League and Jericho Sims. Jericho Mims. <laughs> Jericho wow. Mims if he wins it. Wow, wow, wow. Let's hope, he let's hope two guys bring it on Dunk Night there. Let's hope one guy brings it, honestly, yeah. at this yeah. point. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, this is right. great. Expectations are low. They're very low. Lowered You're right about that. expectations. <laughs> and that's good for everybody <laughs> involved. Great. That it's is great. That's what we, great. We, we tell everybody to do. That's what we tell ourselves to do. Then we get excited. Anyway, I was also, uh, speaking of trying to lower expectations but getting excited, Joakim Noah said Evan Mobley is Kevin Garnett-like. Mm. I appreciated that. I appreciated somebody bigging up Evan Mobley because not enough people have been doing that this season. Maybe he'll he win Rising Kevin, Stars Kevin, MVP. Kevin, Maybe he'll go for Garnett. it. No. Respect. It's NBA playoffs time, and that means NBA snack time. I can't stop eating while I'm watching. So many options in my house that I got to cut out a bit. I gotta switch it up, but I know I'm not giving up. Sunflower seeds? Sure. But maybe something that's not a food for that oral fixation? Perhaps? Good thought. Here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Its taste is surprising. All natural stuff. It's fun to fidget with, and it's a good weight. The wood feels good, and it feels cool to use. Start the good habit by going to tryfume.com dunks and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners to the show 10% off when they use our code DUNKS to help make starting the good habit that much easier. I gotta get something off my chest. Nothing drives me crazier than sending a message to a group chat and getting no response. That's why I'm a big emoji responder. Love a hang loose hand or a salute, but man, it hurts when you send a message and get nothing back. Ouch! We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks. This episode of No Dunks is brought to you by BetterHelp. Pick'em results last night. Thunder Lakers game. L.A. They were the favorites by seven and a half points. Check the drums. Man, they couldn't even cover. Straight up lost. That is a W for myself. A rare one. Tass, you got it. Trey takes an L. You guys were three and two. I'm two and three in February. What's tonight's game? We got a big one between the Sixers and the Celtics. How about that? ESPN. What is this? Rivalry week? Yeah, minus 4.5. They didn't play in rivalry week, but they're ready to go now. Embiid versus the Celtics. They want to be the number one team, so I think the Celtics will come out, even though they've been uh, a bit of a roller coaster. they got to win by five or more to cover. You guys think the Sixers will cover getting those four-point that four-point spread. Good yeah, that's, I do think that, that spread's coming into play here. It's a little chunky. Put me down for a close game tonight. Yeah, I'm with you. Sixers are just a good team, and four and a half just seems a little too big for teams that will be rested enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Celtics up two games right now on Philly. Um, so if Philadelphia pulls off the victory here, you get that down to two. That would gain a half a game there for the Bucks as well. So it's uh, tight there at the top. Listen to this track. Coming through here for Pick'em. I like it. It's like an audition every time we get to the Pick'em payoff. Yeah, yeah. it's a bit busy for me. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I mean, mm-hmm. people were fans of the, the Hockey Night in Canada yesterday. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Did we, we didn't get, get dinged. Did we, did we get dinged? No? no, we didn't get dinged. Sorry. Well, count those dings. Don Cherry we doesn't, get doesn't care. Zero. <laughs> Don Cherry. Uh, let's get <laughs> to Tweet of the Night. Mm, tweet of the Night. Wow. Sometimes you don't need to overthink it when it comes to Tweet of the Night. At NBA on TNT with the video last night before that big Thunder Lakers game. SGA pulled up in the big red boots. And they are big. And they are they are red. It's tough when he gets onto that yellow flooring there with the lighting, but uh, yeah, these are just some disappear. big red boots. <laughs> they are uh, quite the look. Uh, he's got the big old jeans there, too. The opposite of LeBron James, isn't he? <laughs> LeBron, LeBron's pants too tight. SGA's arguably too big, but, um, you know, I, our slack was popping off. Jerome, TK, both saying how you guys wanted to get these Astro boots. Yeah? I don't want them, Skeets. I need these. Oh, yeah? You know, people are always willing to hate on my tiny feet. I am ready to Not with these. Not wow. with these. Throw these on. People will be talking about the big foot boy walking down... <laughs> it's, I, 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 I want to know what's what's the lining like in these. What's the lining like? Like, is it just that rubber for, on the uh, outside? Could be I, I think the foot. answer. Oh, your foot would be so sweaty. I think the answer is it doesn't matter. That's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I it's guess. perfect for Salt Lake City. Is what I'm thinking. But see, but that's you think that's a good winter boot. I think you'd be sliding <laughs> everywhere. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll release the full like wear test through Toronto All right. next snowstorm. Right. That's what's going to happen. And now what do those go for? 350 I 350 saw? is the word, yeah. All right. What do you think, man? Uh, yeah, I. <laughs> it just it feels like it would be hard to put on. 
to be honest. I don't know how stretchy those would be. I think you got to sit down, full sit down, and try and yank those things on. Because I because there's no well, no laces, obviously. Yeah, I'm, like I want to know where. You th- you how want, is you that want stand on your foot? Is it the suction cup of the ankle part, or is there a liner in that boot, in that shoe? Or is my foot, like, moving around in there like crazy if it wants? The collar's keeping your foot in there. The your collar? foot's not going to fall out. I mean, those things are what? No. Like calf height. But, yeah, but he's walk- Shay's walking like they're clogs, it feels like. Yeah. Like, like they're... He's, he's kind of sliding his feet. He's right. Not, he's not could lifting. He, could he pick up his foot and kick it like that or the boot go flying? That's what I want to know. <laughs> oh, that's staying on. You think it's staying yeah. on in a kick oh. scenario. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got skinny ankles. He's got skinny legs. It, it looks hot. Either way, it's going to be hot. That's what I hate. Whoa, whoa. As we see uh, <laughs> these boots. Yeah, these are, are the those... big streetwear boots right Holy now. Holy man. See, like that. Th- yeah, I mean. We're how's dead. that staying on her, her, on her leg? You're wearing that to the Met Gala is what you're doing. Uh, wow. Clearly. What right. Think about how a foot's angled. It's all <laughs> about the angles. <laughs> this photo is all about the angles because they look huge mm-hmm. uh, yeah. in the foreground. Yeah. I just don't think it's as tight as you think it is. On her especially. Like, if that woman stood up and kicked her foot forward, that boot is going to fly off her... Like, unless there's a lining I don't know inside nah, there. Nah. Well, but it's high yeah, enough no. that it's going to yeah, hold, it's, it's too. Tall enough, no? It's going to hold. Your foot is not pointed straight down. Look how like, skinny her leg is to the opening of the boot. You wear a pair of Uggs, you kick them off, they don't come off. I'm yeah. definitely with you, Skis, though. I think if you kick, yeah. like, they're, <laughs> they're out of there. Yeah, I think, I think so. But we got to get some. I would like put the, it to the test. I would like to take the temperature of her feet. Yeah. And see how hot they are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Steamy. After a night at the Met Gala? Oh. <laughs> dancing the night away in those things? It's yeah, more it's just, just like two steps outside. You're not really dancing. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, uh, sorry, this is a joke, right? It is a joke. What do you mean? This it's is real- fashion. I don't, mean, I don't mean to be the old man here, but <laughs> come on. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't think they're cool looking? No, oh, I don't. I all. think they look like toys. <laughs> they do. Yeah, they, they are. Like toy boots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're incredible. Boots. Incredible. We got, like, we're on a hell of a run right now. The, the the tunnel fits that we're seeing. Kuzma with the crazy inflatable jacket. Big, big These jacket. big red boots. <laughs> Jerome, I feel like we have a YouTube short in us. I think I think we could get there. Uh, Bruce Brown keeps showing up as a straight cowboy, Yellowstone cowboy style. Bruce. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just sitting here in my bunker, so whatever. All right. Need to do. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll start pulling the photos together. Uh, okay, let's hear your thoughts on the big red boots. Would you rock those? I would love for you guys to be rocking, well, like walking around in Salt Lake City, and <laughs> I think you'd be sliding everywhere. There, though, there was some tread on, I guess, yeah, on the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm thinking of rain boots, man. Like a rain boot. Yeah. That's just a piece of rubber. With yeah, a that's foot true. On it, and they don't fly off. They have grips. It's you, all about those grips. Yeah, you you used to have a your annual duckies that you used to wear. Right? <laughs> yeah, uh, duck boots. Of course, of course. <laughs> duck uh, boots. Yeah, if you get sweaty in those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's call it there. Uh, <laughs> weird show. We were all over the map in this one. A lot of random things to talk about. Congrats to LeBron James, the NBA's all-time leading scorer. Wow. Every night he plays, though, we have to talk about it now. Stop the game every basket. Yeah. <laughs> LeBron handing hey, the ball hand to, to himself. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> uh, get your tickets to our No Dunks live show in Salt Lake City. You got to come out live now to see if at least somebody's wearing these big red boots. <laughs> We're going to have to expense them on the company credit card. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I hear There's a walk up. test right there for you. Yeah. Oh. 
Well, I hear what you're saying. A little bit more here, Skeets. There's a, there's there's a, a gap. big gap between her, her leg and the front of that boot. That's all I'm saying. But, you know, well, I, we got to try them. I just got to test them. She's wearing 18 pairs of socks. <laughs> wow, her foot's going to be really hot. She's got hobbit yeah. feet. She's really walking there, though. <sighs> really walking. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. That's it, a real boot. Man. Yeah. It's a real boot. It's just so cartoony boot. looking. It's amazing. It's, cool. it's surprising that they're like something that the general public can buy and they're not just showing up on a fashion runway. Absolutely. Like $350. $3, I was like, oh, yeah. okay. You could little, get those. A little too much for a bit. But just barely. Yeah. Just but I'm barely. with you. When I saw them, I'm like, oh, those are like $10,000 yeah, sure. or $5,000 yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same company that made this boot also made the Jesus shoe, which are sneakers with holy water in the sole. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how much do those cost? I ooh, I don't see a price <laughs> Hopefully here. More. Let's pull this up. Two fish and five loaves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, join us live. We'll see you guys tomorrow, live here from the Classic Factory at 10 a.m. Eastern, unless we get a big old trade and we can jump on here do an emergency podcast or the boots show up and we'll do a, <laughs> a video a, yeah. a, 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 yes exactly an unboxing the box is huge I did see the box yeah, yeah 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 you think Adam Silver told the NBA no trades last night I ain't doing it I ain't hopping on a call to hear your <laughs> transactions mm. we got something bigger going on I was appreciative of LeBron getting it done last night because yep. we're on a long day in theory on Thursday hopefully a lot of trades are flying we're pumping out the content and then and then I was thinking man the day wraps up then we gotta go home then you gotta lock in again for the record breaking night so sort of happy you got it done yeah right thanks now. LeBron thank you LeBron Thanks, Appreciate man. it. We're going to send you some big you red boots. All right. Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, to the No Dunks faithful, fuck, man. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Race the day, people.